0: Here, you will hear stories of the unknown, tales of the twisted and terrible that have been silenced. The strange and the transcendent, riddles, secrets. As your guides, we will take you on an expedition where the curtain between worlds is torn. This is The Farthest Reaches. Welcome to WGR Woke Garbage Radio. What's up, everybody?
1: That's us.
0: <laughs> Anyone yes. care to explain?
1: <laughs> Brittany. Yeah. I
2: how I you will. how you
0: tanked us? How, how you I ruined this score. podcast? I know. <laughs> it was so pure
1: before you made one comment. Well yep. just drove us to the ground.
2: Okay. Yeah, she doomed. Well, us. <laughs>
1: I'll give the backstory.
2: You and and most of you probably already know because you guys are writing wonderful <coughs> reviews about us.
0: Oh, quick note: I'm kind of sick, so if I'm coughing and, and fucked up and whatnot, I know, it's right? out. Isn't it's it allergies.
2: Mm. No, I've COVID. Yeah, I just wanted to
0: tell you, a person. Yeah, if that's all right. <laughs>
1: yeah, thank you. I love it.
2: Thank you. <laughs> I have
0: my pooper here in case I, you know, pass out. One of you can said
1: poofer, not pooper. It kind of like yeah, poofer. Yeah. 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 If
0: I pass out, one of you can do this and Inhaler. I'll revive. I'll be yeah. I'll respawn. Mm. Okay. All right, go ahead. <laughs>
2: anyway, um, so. I like to kind of scroll through the Apple podcast reviews because, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then I see somebody post something and, you know, it's, I like
1: to. So I noticed I'm like, ooh, 27 reviews. I'm like, all right. Yeah.
0: That's one more than well,
3: last and time.
1: Matt has this thing where he wants to read every review, no matter good or bad. That, it's, oh, it, yeah. yeah. We're very transparent over so, oh, yeah. here. Yeah. So I saw
2: this. <laughs> and when I first read this, <laughs> I was very confused. That That's what, like, confusion stepped in. So it's a two-parter, right? There's the first part, and then it goes into detail in the second part. So I'll read the first part.
0: Okay. I wonder if they're listening like, who oh, we go, Well, we I go. feel like
1: after this review, they probably won't listen again.
2: Yeah. Probably not. No. So probably not.
1: I think making our case in defense is kind of a moot point. Because they're not going to listen. But
2: I'm going to address it for those who <laughs> lurk course. on the... Yeah. You know, the lurkers. Yes. They, they like the lurks. Yeah. So the title is, "The show is Woke Garbage.
4: WGR, Woke Garbage Radio.
2: Woo! I never claimed to not be garbage. So I, so I sat Gone there and i said off. i said okay i said we're in for a treat let's let's dive in so this is the first part mm. it says they hate police and are glad when officers die in the line of duty
0: that's some hardcore shit right there
2: and i sat there and i said huh i i just i, I what, what made them say that i was like what made them and you know what they were so polite that they added a timestamp for us. They and did. in their review, the explanation of and it was something I said of what mm-hmm. I said. So let's hear it.
0: That's why she tanked us score. Yes. Why this mm-hmm. podcast is shit now. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> in the episode Legend of the sakini So I was like, thanks. We're already there. Okay. I love right, that cool. we're giving sources. If yeah. you go to and then they have a timestamp.
0: Mm-hmm. And what is that timestamp?
2: It is one hour twenty eight minutes and four seconds. I'm surprised they're they on included point. the second. Yeah, they're That's are. what on I mean. Point. And so, so I was like, I was like, okay. So if you go to that that mark, you can hear one of the girls say, "Britney,
1: not me." Yeah, not mad. not mad, <laughs> yes.
2: not mad yes. either. Say the United States Postal Service is the only blue I support. Which to me, mic drop. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> so yeah. I said, I said. Okay. Well, I thought I thought I said okay. Well, let me go to that timestamp because I must have said or or one of the girls right yeah. must have said, you know, love the U.S. You know, the U.S. Postal Service is the only blue we back. And also, what did they say? They hate police. And I'm happy that police die in the line of duty. That's why I was like, oh, I guess I said that apparently. So then I went to the timestamp, and you can go to the timestamp too if you'd like. It's there. Um, we were talking about how much we love the postal service, and I made a joke saying that because the postal service wears blue. That it was the only blue that I back, mm-hmm. as a joke, because they're they wear blue.
1: And to be clear, we've never shied away from the fact that we do believe that police brutality is a thing. People that back the blue, or like it's yeah, not and- like this is a. We're pretty liberal people. That's mm-hmm. well, pretty and, fucking. And, known. A, and again, this was a compliment towards. The postal service. Now, now here's my question: If 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 this person's listening, Kaylee. So yes. It, there, I yes. It says the name's Kaylee. I really respect fake. you getting the timestamp. I or respect. When, now listening. Now, however, you're gonna make such a bold claim as to say, what 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 did they say? Oh,
2: it's about the top.
1: Oh, they hate police and are glad when officers die in the line of duty. Where is the timestamp for that?
0: That's because. We never said that.
1: And Yeah, think. Isn't it funny how they they'll give explicit evidence for one thing and then use that to completely branch the fuck off into it's like we're in Loki and he just fucked up the multiverse and now all the branches are spreading, right? We started here, <laughs> he one variant got a little out of hand, and now we're spreading like wildfire. Where did it go from Brittany making that joke to they hate police and are glad when officer... Please find me that timestamp and I will gladly entertain you. But if you can't provide that, I prom—I will literally bet money that none of us have ever said that. Because no. none and, of us and, believe that. Yeah, exactly. No.
0: None of us ever mean for it to be that severe. <laughs> well,
1: what got me was that I never even mentioned the police. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like that, I mentioned the postal service. It's because you said back the blue. And they just took that to one yeah. extreme and ran with it. I well, can see
0: why they said that, though. They,
1: You could see... because. What like I, I, can, I can
0: see why they think that led with the police or that involved the police. Sorry. Well, but
1: now yeah. we're not being shy about the fact that we don't back the blue. Yeah. Like yeah. at least I'm not. Yeah. Well, and I didn't Fuck sit the here. Police is how I feel.
2: Well, <laughs> like, and I didn't sit here and say, yeah. "I wish they died." I was no. making a call. No, no,
0: no, service. No,
1: post- no. and, no. and it was a really good joke. Yeah. It, was like, it was cute. It was like, I remember like, laughing. I was like, oh, "We're like, funny. we love the postal service." I, I just love imagine Glenn, our mailman at work. He's such
2: a oh god. See, this is how it all started.
0: Okay. Tread carefully. But I'm saying,
1: here.
2: like, like I stand him. He's well, great. And yeah. it's like, I just, I found it just so, because truly, out was, of the blue. it was.
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'll be here for the next 55 minutes. Well, I guess. see, you
2: can't, you can't say that.
0: Oh no, another bad review.
2: <laughs> but that's why I was like, if, like, I'm just so thankful that they did. So if we say anything you disagree with, please add the timestamp because it was so easy to just. I went right to the timestamp. I went a little bit before it so I could hear the context. Mm-hmm. And then I listened a little bit after and I was like, oh, no one said anything about they were happy and glad when police died. And if you
1: want to make bold claims that are really kind of harsh and could be harmful to say that someone else said you're going to put words in people's mouths, maybe also provide those timestamps. That would be greatly beneficial to everybody. So, but I bet you can't (laughs)
2: leave (laughs) a review unless
1: you want to (laughs) try Bet you can't
2: (laughs) uh, no one ever said that. So it's I, like if you dislike the podcast because you dislike the podcast, that's okay, you know what? great. but don't don't sit here and tell people that I said that, yeah. that we're happy that people die because that's not true. That's I not true. say
0: the only person that needs to be woke uh, in this argument is you, honey, because you, <laughs> you you be dreaming yeah, you say well, shit like that,
1: you know that my mom once told me that I need to be woke. So I guess I should just. Well, really now too. you are woke. That's You're just what I'm garbage. saying. Like I, woke I mean? finally can make my parents proud because now I'm woke. You know what? Cool.
0: We can all join QAnon.
1: Yep. That's okay. <clears throat>
0: well, anyway, besides WDR, <laughs> I'll leave
1: that to my mom. Let's put
0: that off to the side because that doesn't. That's just no. We're done with that. We are TFR. We are the farthest reaches. Woo! Woo! I am Matthew, and I am here with Cassandra. Yep. And I'm here with Brittany.
1: Mm-hmm. The, woke you can, the woke captain.
0: The woke captain.
1: What's up? We're feisty once what, again. What's, don't what's push the buttons. Skip. Tell yeah. us what's going on. Well, you should have seen us earlier today. We were really well, we were what? riling. Mm. We were we what? were looking for a fight. Mm, today we're talking
0: about the Areola School.
1: Oh, the what? The huh? <laughs> I, I I heard
0: good. The Thanks, Areola I mean, School. I made that joke last
1: time. Yeah, He's, that's gonna I heard it heard it. He's gonna pass it off. Like then then give me credit. Credit me. It's not
0: on my outline. I'm sorry. feel like it wasn't but, That's
1: right. You read those verbatim, don't you? Like it's the Areola School. Uh-huh. This was said uh-huh. by Cassandra on this uh-huh. day. Uh-huh. And include the timestamp. We all know yeah. how important those are. Just saying, rude. You could have given a little bit more oomph to that. Give it life, or don't. No. Yeah, if you're gonna like, that's either gross. Either keep it all the way in, or you're like let icky. it loose. No, do what I do, which is just go like this. It's polite. Yeah. <sighs> so am I unpolite <sighs> when I'm like? I mean,
0: say unpolite?
1: Unpolite.
0: It's impolite.
1: Oh, I don't know. What yeah. the fuck? Impolite? Yeah.
0: yeah I am impolite.
1: Okay. Sure. So next time you have a burp, just own it, Matt. Just let it rip. Or don't. Or keep it completely silent. No, none of no more of this half-assing.
0: If I let it rip, I would say there is a, like a Beyblade 63% thing? let it rip.
1: Beyblade. Beyblade? like <laughs> right? Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> let it rip. I about <laughs> like, a, bl- a
2: Beyblade. I've never on. had them, wait,
0: but I always
1: saw the commercials.
0: Dude, wait, I had them all the fucking time. Wait, wait yeah. dude, let
2: them rip! I'm looking at Target right now. <laughs> dude,
0: Beyblades are fucking wait, sweet.
2: They, had, they I had, always wanted them. Oh no! It's like what? Nine, what? It's Nine dollars? Like what? Right? White girl? What? Nine dollars? No, don't even do that. They have my stadium. dad, my
0: dad took a. Some, it was basically just like a metal dish that came off some old vehicle that of course was it did. that was like a uh, spare tire cover. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the size of this table.
1: So like what, okay. a few feet wide? Yeah,
0: it, 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 yeah, it was like four by four, basically. This is
1: not four.
2: Feet Can I all. read you some of the descriptions? Yes, it
0: is. Or maybe it's three by no, three.
1: No, it's definitely not. Yeah.
2: But it's perfect mm-hmm. Beyblade Burst Pro Series Evo Elite Champions Pro Set. God damn! Speaking right up Sounds my Sounds like a
0: makeup uh, yeah.
1: palette, like an eyeshadow palette. That's how they name those. Every yeah. alpha
0: male goes. Ooh. Beyblade yeah.
2: Burst Quad Drive Cosmic Vector Battle set. Fuck yeah!
0: Cosmic Vector. <laughs> I
1: feel like it's more of like a beta vibe. Okay, wait. I have,
0: I have one more. <laughs> mm. One more, and then I'll be done.
1: Omega. I'm just on the road. This one's sixty-two
2: dollars. Oh my Holy god! Holy shit!
0: What is that? Does it come to life?
1: They
2: played Burst Surge Speedstorm Motor Strike Battle Set. They're like, they let's know just look up
1: every synonym for cool that a kid would think sounds awesome. <gasps> and then just yes. mash it. What? Look at, even that cover, it's just like, oh, I can hear... Oh, yeah, look I at can that. hear the infomercial. Do you want to can- play Penny <laughs> 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 Yeah, totally awesome. Surge Vector awesomeness. Yeah, Cosmic <laughs> Vector. Yeah, yeah. Buy Super, <laughs> it now. super Go Duper Mega Sonic card from her purse right now. What's this three-digit code on the back? Give me this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you make your friends look like a bitch. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> and it's just like, zip.
1: Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> and it literally, just, it's like just click, like a like a, a mechanicalized top. <laughs>
2: there are. I, I've yeah, seen a few yeah. TikToks where they talk about like strategies of Beyblades. Yeah, like, I believe of, that. Like actually, where, like where you need to rip, rip in it. the like the circle. Mm.
0: If you rip it from experience, all right. Rip it. If okay. you rip it as hard as you fucking possibly can, that Beyblade will just go <laughs> and just fall. It won't do a goddamn thing. I don't know why. <laughs> there is a sweet spot.
1: it. It's a little. It's just. It can't. Yeah.
0: I've had them fall apart too while spinning. and It's like and they just fly up like. It's like it's killed plastic myself or something. Well, you need to hey.
2: you need to like beyblade on the corner. That's the real like mm-hmm. you can't like go directly in. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: some you can like Some are designed it. like
1: it's
2: drifting. When I bought no. beyblades,
0: okay, I don't mean to get on this fucking beyblade <laughs> tangent. What is happening here? mean when here? your
1: parents bought beyblades?
0: <laughs> uh Yes. he's like, don't check no. the credit
1: card statement.
2: They
0: they would have, I don't know about now, you but should. like back then, they would have stats like if they're good for attacking or good no. de- for defending or what. Did you f-
1: actually use them busy. to play like Bus- you should, or did you just yeah. spend them?
0: Well, I mean, like it's I feel kind like of the one Pokemon the same. cards, but it's I kind didn't of one play the same. with them. Sure, but the thing that's interesting though, let me just say just this: kidding, I was a the first kid. one I ever bought was a gray one, and it had like a little wolf icon on it, Ooh. and I think it was kind of like bluish and orange around it too, uh, just the icon. And my friend bought a green one. It was much more stubby, much more chode-like. Yeah, I was say but chode. It, but it actually came with like little metal balls, are supposed to weigh it down. Oh, that's cool. Like, like, like make like, it
1: grounded. Make
0: it grounded, mm-hmm. and no matter what i did i could never outlast that i lost every fucking time to that green one because it would just literally stand there and take everything my little wolf had to deal with
1: sometimes short and stubby gets the job done yeah (laughs) i wouldn't Uh, i mean not that i would know about i mean that is not what no we're working with long long, girthy long tall steadfast
2: how far
0: is that hole you're gonna dig
1: Let's find out later.
0: <laughs> so basically, I know I
2: know what your wedding present to me is going to be. Yes,
0: Beyblades, dude. I mean, if we all just Beyblade <gasps> after your wedding, that would be oh my fucking God. sick.
1: No, Bay and then, then it could
0: the be the support? Outback. No,
1: it could be Beyblades, B A E blades. Mm-hmm. Love edition. Wait,
0: wait, Tayblade, like Taylor. <gasps> oh. Okay. Anyway, what's up, everybody? This is TFR. This Y'all is play the, with Beyblades? This is this is the fun. Sure. This is I the farthest reaches. Them, not
1: you, God. It's all about you.
0: I'm Matthew, and I'm here with Cassandra.
1: Yeah. And Master Ripper. <sighs>
0: and I, and I am here with Master Ripper. <laughs> Brittany.
1: Mm.
2: Let me hear that
0: ripping noise.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: well, God I'm damn. So fast. That was. Did you oh, see no. it go? Oh no, I didn't
1: see it. It was too fast. It was like ah. You want to see oh. me run to that man? Let me you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah, how yeah. is everybody? Yeah. How you doing?
1: I'm, huh?
2: all right. Let me know.
0: I'm, Shout it out loud. I'm
2: ready to.
1: License. I'm ready to rip. <laughs> I'm ready to rip, rip one in my pants.
2: Rip and roll.
0: Ugh, I could rip one right now, but I'm afraid I'd make my Big ass hurt.
1: Larry came around just to put him down. SpongeBob t- I don't know why I got this. Kind of reaction.
0: Do clown. And no yeah.
1: one had, or no girl ever wants to be no one? dance
0: with, with a fool, fool who went, went down and with the brain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Dude, on the beach would be horrible.
1: Yeah. What? Well, but what if you like oh, a seashell? Oh, you literally, and was then about you to it say. It a, in the I was about to say in the seashell, or no, on some like hot guys like washboard abs. Mm. Just saying. I mean, or tush.
0: Yeah, well, or like down a mm. butt crack. Yeah, cool. So we're doing well. We're we doing just, good. It seems like we're yes. doing a great. We're going to start a, great a YouTube Babeloo. That's good. I'm, glad, I'm glad everyone else is. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all right. I'm all right.
1: Just all right.
0: Yeah. My, uh, how do, my, um, my ass. How, how do I say this and get the podcast canceled as quickly as possible?
1: Mm, um, I can think of a few ways. My
0: ass is sore from oh, playing with little boys this weekend
1: yeah you shouldn't say it like that <laughs> we were at a wedding and there was some small children and they were all playing like wiffle ball look? or whatever and I went off with whatever. my two cousins and we were like making doing like a little play photo shoot mm-hmm. and then Matt just somehow got tied into playing pitcher for three little boys with wiffle with, with ball bats like yeah,
0: yeah no one yeah, else was I just, playing with them <laughs> I-, I was playing with her cousin and then the other two uh oh, there was three Ke- hold on now.
1: Okay, Sorry. Keegan and
0: Mason if you're out there how's it going <laughs> It's all right. You're like seven and eight years old, so don't listen to this. But they came into the picture. They had some wiffle balls. They had some bats, and they wanted to play because I was pitching to her cousin. And then Max showed up too. And then all of a sudden, Blake's like, "Bye, fucking, I'm out," because there's other kids here. You I don't, to have I don't a photo feel shoot an anymore. Mm. And then, yeah, before I knew it, I was, I was hurting. I was very hot, very uncomfortable. You wouldn't I be just, that
2: uncomfortable if you were playing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so that's true. true. I could that sitting
0: down. That's true. And just move my arms. Yes, you could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. But it was Ariel. sweet.
1: It wasn't as creepy as it sounds. It was sweet. You were being nice.
0: I was being nice, and honestly, it, it was like kind them kids, I which is usually
1: how we are. We're like eh, fuck them kids, but
0: yeah, and I couldn't do that because their parents were right there. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and I about hit uh, Mason's mother with a frisbee, but shame. You know, so be it. Right. Well, don't get in the fucking way. Aerial school. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about today. Part two. We're finishing it up. Hopefully we're, we're going to finish it up. Aerial school UFO incident. Cassandra?
1: <clears throat> oh, God.
0: What happened in part one?
1: <sighs> oh, that was <laughs> the one with the audio clips. Okay. What? Well, yeah. So, weird stuff happened at a school and the kids saw it and then it was this one woman who was totally pressuring them <laughs> to say certain things on Whoa. recording.
0: You don't remember her name, huh?
1: fuck no i don't remember names Cynthia i just know yeah Hine. great and <laughs> essentially there's shiny thing with a whole bunch of different colors a whole bunch oh. of kids saw it and they saw some guys in black who were being weird and what, then kids what was were the shiny scared. thing could have been a saucer or a ufo oh
0: okay a could saucer or kind of like the a, a rounded kind of dish sort i mean why of don't shape? you just tell it like like the then you, would put, you know all the details.
1: Yeah, no, it was a Beyblade. It, 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 it was a chrome. It was a Beyblade from the future where everything is chrome because <laughs> <Yes>. everything's <laughs>
2: chrome in <laughs> the future. And they ripped it like yes. super like. Yes. Uh, I think into they the also g- ripped the uh, something
0: else. Even know what I fucking mm-hmm. mean because. They're all like, well, maybe upset. that
1: maybe it run maybe that ran off of weed and like the 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 <laughs> exhaust just got everyone really fucking blazed and everyone was just kind of like, yeah, man. Well, the and they they, is, they like- all
2: apparently got environmental messages, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. transmitted to their I mean, a a some of, of them did, some of them did.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it it fits, it aligns.
2: Mm,
0: mm. Uh, yeah, a bunch of school kids were just having you no know, a normal day at their school.
2: Oh, Wait, you forgot one of the kids was a. Uh, pressuring his his mom or one of the moms to get him snack food
0: oh something. yeah 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 mm-hmm. the, the kid uh came up there and said hey there's a couple little men or something over here and she just thought fuck off
1: and, the, <laughs> and none of the parents believe the children when it happened oh, mm-hmm. which you know
0: it's kind of fucked up because if your job regardless what you're manning what station you're manning if a kid comes up to you and says there's like a guy or like there's two guys over there that we don't know who they are. Isn't that a little bit suspicious? Mm-hmm. When you might want to go check that out.
1: Are we talking about the one lady who was like working at the place at the yeah. time? Yeah. Like, What kind of little... guys
0: were though? They they could have been that mm-hmm. could have been anything. Mm-hmm. It could have been uh, you know, could have been Moe and Lester. I'm just saying, yeah. don't know. Just check it oh. out.
1: They could have been selling counterfeit did. Did they been selling <laughs> counterfeit wave <Beyblades laughs> out of their trench coats like They could, <laughs> it could have been. Mhm.
0: They could have been.
1: Counterfeit blades are no joke. You gotta to know what you're looking for. Yes.
0: <laughs> Rude. Rude. Know the Rude. signs. Anyway, but yes, there was that woman and they all experienced some craft and then some beings and then there were environmental messages about how we're fucking up the earth and no one believes them.
1: Or instead he of believed. telling them what happened, we can just say, if you don't know, go listen to it. Otherwise, we're just giving all the goods away for free. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I have no ads in this podcast yet, so uh I'm not making any... 25. We're making but, lots of money. What are you talking Fade about? Beyblades.
1: If, I mean, we could rip it real hard on the pie. Like, we got a table here, very flat. <laughs> I mean, we can change our name to
2: the farthest rip, mm-hmm. not the farthest region. Mm-hmm. I really think we could. We could. I'm
1: just saying. <laughs> we could be like.
0: Or we, no, R could be rippers. Like, the, the, uh, the, I don't know, fast rippers, the. Fettuccine the fly rippers. rippers, fly rippers, farthest rippers. No, the uh,
2: because you're ripping it far.
0: The uh, fooey rippers. I don't know.
1: The fanny mm.
0: rippers. Anyway, aerial school UFO incident part two is what we're up to today. You know part one. I don't appreciate I that pop quiz, by the way. I don't give a fuck.
1: Wow, we hear <laughs> here first. You hear here. <laughs> Matt does not care about women's feelings. What the fuck?
0: Mm. All right, getting
2: the getting those reviews.
0: Yep.
1: I'm gonna rip something here in a second.
0: Don't review about that. Review <laughs> about Beyblades. Yeah. Yes.
1: Five stars if you think Beyblades are cute. And five stars if you think they're not.
0: Yeah. Good job. So where we left off on part one, I left you on a uh, quite a cliffhanger. Mm. Who the hell is Johnny Mac?
1: I don't know. All right. Mac, wait,
2: is this the kid that came up to you at the wedding? Mm. You're
1: playing with uh, the ball with him. Don't you remember who he is? Max. Oh, I thought you said Mac, I thought too. you said Mac. You need to enunciate better. I heard Mac. <laughs> I heard Mac. The I was like, sorry, I did
0: enunciate better.
1: Thank you. Well, you still didn't even enunciate no, as well, because you didn't do the just T. You just said, you just. Like better. <laughs> you say better if you were really enunciating. Oh, I I cut
0: through my ears just like the sound of a baby ripping. <laughs> <laughs> this <episode laughs> really, it just you got the You mean
1: the bay
2: blade. <laughs> <Yes>. Bay blade.
0: <laughs> John E. Mac. M.D. Oh. Fucking uh-huh. All right. All right. So who is. He's probably is, in a
1: lot of debt. Who,
0: he, well. Who <laughs> well, is, this was, this was, this was uh, back yeah. in the day. <laughs> John Emac. Who is Johnny e. Mac? Why? Is he associated with the aerial school? All right. Let me tell you. Please do. So he was an American psychiatrist, a writer, and a professor. He received his medical doctorate degree cum laude from Harvard Medical School, which is also. I think it's
1: cum laude. Yeah. Or it's actually cum laude. Yeah. yeah. It's what? like. I would know. I graduated summa, come loud. summa cum laude. Cum
0: loud. Well, I
2: just, I, I did cum laude. Yeah, you cause did. Because I wasn't as good as you. Hell yeah. You mean what? cum
1: laude? I was, y-
0: you come, I know. You, no, but also. Come on. I know. Is, anyway, I know he received his medical doctorate, coming Loud, <laughs> from Harvard Medical <laughs> School, which is also actually where he would later become the head of the Department of Psychiatry in the following decades.
1: <gasps> good for him. Wow. Good
0: for him. Well, I, I don't know yet. I don't know if I like yeah, him.
1: Yeah, same. I'm uh, waiting.
0: I... Feel like I like the guy.
1: Okay, we'll see. All right, you're all. Awesome. We'll see. I can hold. I think, I in, an interv- my I think in an interview,
0: I saw him sit down and his pant leg raised a little too high, and there's this cool like Beyblade tattoo right there. On the oh. <laughs> anyway. Did he have
1: like weed socks on too? Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. He looked at me and winked.
1: Mm. Nice.
0: Mac even won a Pulitzer Prize in 1977 for his book *A Prince of Our Disorder*, where Mac investigates the psychiatric dimensions of T. E. Lawrence. Who's that? Well, T.E. Lawrence was a British archaeologist, army officer, diplomat, and writer who became renowned for his role in the Arab Revolt and the Sinai and Palestine campaign against the Ottoman Empire during the First World War. To further show Mack's astonishing feats, this comes straight from Wikipedia. In the 1980s, Mack interviewed many international political figures as part of his research into the root causes of the Cold War, including former United States President Jimmy Carter and the quote-unquote father of the hydrogen bomb... Edward Teller, Mac, together with astrophysicist Carl Sagan and other physicians for Social Responsibility, which was the United States affiliate of International Physicians for the Prevention of Nuclear War, they promoted the elimination of nuclear weapons and an end to the simmering conflict between the United States and the Soviet Union. Emboldened by the organization's receipt of the Nobel Peace Prize in 1985, Mack, Sagan, and 700 other academics walked upon the grounds of the Nevada test site in the summer of 1986, setting a civil disobedience record for that nuclear weapons testing facility. As the head of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School, Mack's clinical expertise was in child psychology, adolescent psychology, and the psychology of religion. He was also known as a leading researcher on the psychology of teenage suicide and drug addiction. He worked on treating suicidal patients and published research on heroin addiction. The dominant theme of his life's work at Harvard had been the exploration of how one's perceptions of the world affect one's relationships. He addressed the issue of quote-unquote worldview on the individual level in his early clinical explorations of dreams, nightmares, and teen suicide. Mack published over 150 scientific articles and 11 books in his career on these such topics, even including what his work never prepared him for, the psychology of alien abductions. So I would say he has a pretty good resume
4: for looking so. into
0: this case, especially mm-hmm. his expertise of child psychology, adolescent uh, psychology, and psychology of religion. Mm-hmm. Johnny Mack's research into the alien abduction phenomenon took him all over the world, but arguably the most important place he would visit is that of the aerial school in Ruwa, Zimbabwe. Though, this is where his first uh, discrepancy, if you'd like to call it that, Mm. comes into play. Here we go. It's it's not that big. This one's not that big. Okay. (laughs) After Tim Leach, who I talked about in part one, who is the BBC correspondent, uh, talk to Cynthia Hine He's like man we should really get someone else That's like maybe more adaptive For this kind of kiss out here She's like talk to Johnny Mac After they talked to him It took John two months To get out there To do his study and investigate To interview the children So That two month window mm-hmm. Could have left
2: mm-hmm. Yeah
0: a lot of corroboration And whatever else
2: Wait, because wasn't when the kids got interviewed, wasn't yeah. that already like. There was some
1: time there was that had some passed. time that I can't remember the amount of time.
0: I think most like of a, a,
1: like week or two or something like that. Most
0: of those, well, th- so the first ones, not like in order of what I played, but the first interviews that were commenced at all mm. happened the Monday following that Friday. Right, right. Cause
1: mm-hmm. they had,
0: yeah. And then I think within that next week, most of my interviews took place. But the last one and maybe the one prior to that, were like within a year afterwards. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I you know I can honestly see when skeptics come at this case and they're like, "Well, it took them two fucking months. God mm-hmm. knows what they could have talked about." Yeah. You know, I'm kind of one foot in that boat. I I, I can I can get on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, during 1994, Mac would also go on to publish his book "Abduction: Human Encounters with Aliens," which, as you could probably guess, was met with many mm-hmm. criticisms. Criticisms, especially when you are the head of the psychology department at Harvard Medical School. Critics from Time and the New York Times, for example, brought Mac under fire, which ultimately led Harvard, you know, itself, joining in on those flames as well. Harvard Medical School appointed a committee to review his work. Now, there are some slightly shady things that Mac did, which gives a little bit of a a reason as to why Harvard had the idea to investigate Mac's practices, protocols, methodology, one being, he didn't have anybody sign any consent forms mm. whatsoever.
2: One, we well, we're in the we're in the nineties now. Consent. Yeah, yeah, right. we're in the nineties. Right. Come, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Second,
0: mm. he charged some mm. people.
1: What? Oh hell no! Just Fake some lie. That's ac- super weird. He's like, you know what? You have a stupid face. Give me money. <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck, dude?
0: <laughs> you like Beyblades? What are those? All right, well,
1: ten
2: bucks. Mm-hmm. Ten bucks from
0: you. You know what? Fuck you.
1: <laughs> fuck
0: 20. You. Yeah, fuck you, Dixon. You can give me fucking 25 now.
2: Well, and then he goes and he- Where's pu- your lunch money? He publishes a book. Right. Well, he actually mm. published this
0: book prior to that.
2: Oh. Okay.
0: This was this was prior okay. to uh, his visit to the aerial school. Okay.
2: So prior to him, his visit, or prior to him knowing about, like, prior to the incident happening?
0: Prior to the incident happening. Hmm.
1: Yeah cuz I feel like the 2 months would be like way too fast to like right. yeah. write in and then publish a book. I'm
0: but kinda, if you want, yeah. you can also look at that as, well, if he published a book about abductions, human encounters with aliens and what other whatever psychology uh, psychological effects that had, maybe he had a certain bias when he decided to go out and visit Ariel.
1: Well, that's Well, that's, well, that's why exactly they asked what I am for it though, is cuz hmm? that's why they wanted him there though.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, he didn't have anyone sign any consent forms. He did charge some people, which is weird, but also... That is weird. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but I, I know it's kind of an iffy topic when you look at it uh, surface level, but with Mac being swept up in this mania uh, that questioned his professionalism, he actually traveled to Africa in order to escape academia back in the States. Because when they were coming under fire or when he was coming under fire and they were questioning his professional professionalism and they had the committee against him. And I mean, you had the dean and everyone saying, This guy is unfit for Harvard. So he fled to Africa. He I'm not sure exactly how Why long. Africa? Well, I wonder if he and like,
1: why is he running? What's he I, really like, this hiding? This is really putting like, in his professionalism. Do you really run to Africa just because someone's like, well, I don't know I about you? Well, I
0: wonder if he went there for the aerial school sighting and perhaps stayed for a while.
1: He's, you said fled. That's different well, than I'm going I did on a say trip fled. That, that, to... was, that, was,
0: that was pretty bad. That sounds like someone who just lost a Beyblade tournament. I, <laughs> I, get, mean, it. I get it. I mean, kind of. It's uh, embarrassing. Yeah. He
1: evaded
2: the situation. Uh,
0: <laughs> he actually did hire a <laughs> Harvard lawyer no shit. to help him.
1: Love it. Just
0: in case. I love that. Just in case, yeah. And actually, it's like,
1: fuck you, Harvard. I'm gonna fight you with Harvard.
0: <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was some. There's some other. Oh, uh, fuck. Some other information. I totally forgot it now. Well, how um, embarrassing
1: though if that lawyer doesn't win against Harvard because it's like, wow, good job, Harvard, like, yeah. schooling this guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, that's awkward.
1: Yeah. So, did like, we let him win so we look good? But then if we lose, we don't look good. But.
0: The thing I do... See, if he... Say he... Mm -hmm. I I don't know, of course, anything about John Mack's life except what he did. And then the criticisms that he came under and the books he published. No. So, for example, I don't know his financial status. So, I wonder...
1: Well, he went to Harvard and had... As a doctor, I'm assuming he was decently well off.
0: I mean, I would think so. I would Mm -hmm. think so, but... Maybe
1: Maybe he had a Beyblade problem.
0: Beyblade addiction. That's true. But... What if, and I mean, do I really believe this is true? Probably not. But what if, when he traveled to Africa to investigate this, uh, this, this account of a UFO encounter, to one, because he was really interested in it, and two, he wanted to escape acad- academia. What if, you know, for some odd reason, he had to charge people to live and survive? And charge there?
1: them all. Well, then well, <laughs> well, I don't then know get what the job. S- right. I don't.
0: Well, yeah, I, I know. I don't. I mean, technically, I guess he would have a job as being a psychiatrist and treating people now i don't know i don't know what what he's doing well that's why when he would charge some he would quote unquote treat them but i don't know who the some are
1: almost sounds more like he's consulting
0: yeah i don't know who the some are i don't they they could be fucking the parents of this i don't know it doesn't specifically say who
1: Hmm. Wait here.
2: So so I want to see what he did. What do you do?
0: So what what do you yeah. do? I will I will also say though, what I do understand about him, and he never backed down to Harvard going against him with this academia taboo ran away. of UFO and whatnot. You know, he never well, I mean, he never, <laughs> you know, conceded to his mm-hmm. his job position or whatnot. He's stuck with it. Uh but what I do understand that if You know, if you're one of, who knows, the best psychiatrists at this time worldwide, we'll just at least say the States, and you've been doing this for over 40 years. And yeah, you came from Harvard, very prestigious. And perhaps you've read just about any book on the subject. You've taught night and day this topic for however long. You've you've been a professor at Harvard. I'm not exactly, well, maybe at that point, like, 15 to 20 years prior to going out to uh, the aerial school. You know a lot. And I would think the minute that something drops in your lap, like alien abduction and the psychology of that, which you probably have no idea about, but would think it's probably another subconscious uh, ingredient to your, your mind stew, you would probably want to go on a search for information about that. Like, I, I mean, this is a very lame example, but say if I love this one band and I know all their music about it, I mean, you can say big time rush, for example, let's just say that because you guys are into that, you know, their music, you listen to a lot of it. They haven't put anything out in a very long time, but the second they did, you were like, Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. you were real, real excited for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I can kind of get behind Mac a little bit if that is the case. That perhaps he knows a lot about psychology, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, what the hell is alien abductions? What does that wait?" Have so on what the I, mind?
2: I'm, can, what are you what arguing? Point are you making?
1: Like that Harvard that
2: you could, that that
0: I that I
1: why he's into UFOs? In why the Why place? why yeah. he's
0: into it? And why, why he wrote he, the book? Why he's into it? Why he wrote the book? Why he stuck with it even when everyone else was against him?
1: Although now here,
2: and I'm just this is me just talking. This is Harvard. They're not just gonna start some shit just to start some shit. Mm -hmm. Was it really just because he wrote a book, or was there some shady? Right. If there
0: was some shady stuff besides, and he's
1: like, God, it just I was doing UFOs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: If there was anything shady about it, that was besides his protocols of no consent forms and shit like that. I have no idea what it is.
2: Because why would he? He's getting a lawyer. I mean, come on. There's something else was going on. And fleeing,
1: like. Uh, so Apparently, if he's gonna hold fat like hold fast in his beliefs, yet he's running and lawyering up. Well, I mean,
0: lawyering, lawyering up. <laughs> it looks up, a little sure.
1: suspicious.
0: I mean, yeah, you, you. I mean, it's the same thing when you're arrested by the cops. They say just ask for a lawyer. No. I mean, but we if you don't defend him. If you do we're just saying wrong, like
1: that yeah, might no, not be the only reason. Yeah. But that I think I think pursuing pursuing that's him. why I
0: said when he fled, when he decided to just leave the states for fun um that's why i said partly it could be to escape whatever bullshit was going on with harvard but also because he took a very big interest in the aerial school case especially since it dealt with well you said they called him in yeah
1: yeah well that's what i'm saying it's not like he just went there by his own volition like he was no summoned
0: no but maybe maybe that's why it took him two months to get out there because he was trying to Finish some stuff up back home before he decided to take a, a vacation. Mm.
2: I don't know. I just feel like I feel like there's something more missing. There's more of the story. Yeah, something ain't like adding up. Well, because I I agree with you that you know if truly you know he's this like I love Big
1: Time Rush, but if they come on tour in Africa, I'm not just gonna hop on a plane and go because I'm a Big Time Rush fan. Right. And well, bring my
2: lawyer. And I don't exactly <laughs> well. And I don't think I. I don't think Harvard would just be like, "Oh, you are taking this
1: interest in Let's get put ourselves in the limelight and Well,
2: cuz this is, again, this is also the 90s, so it's not like UFOs, you know, are something abnormal. Right.
0: I think it was just based off the book.
2: I don't know to to throw somebody's entire career in jeopardy
0: over at, a... at least
2: and take
1: legal possibly take legal action.
2: I feel like there's more Maybe it's around the book. Maybe there's more information about the book. Maybe I don't know. He did some shady shit to get the book, or I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: or maybe it's
1: something completely unrelated.
2: Yeah, I just yeah. have a hard time believing that that's truly the only right
0: reason. Well, so the dean of Harvard Medical School, Daniel C. Tost- Tosteson, oh, that's mm. a weird word, uh, appointed a committee appears to confidentially review Mac's clinical care and clinical investigation of the people who had shared their alien encounters with him, which. Not just the aerial school, actually, not even the aerial school. I think it was just for the people that shared their experiences with him about his, uh, for his book mm-hmm. that came out prior. Um, it was actually the first time, and as far as I'm aware, perhaps the only time in Harvard's history that a tenured professor was subjected to such an investigation. See, that's what I mean. Yeah. I feel
1: they're pulling out
0: all. Was the there something road. he they're did during the, the
2: interviews that was? shady like did he pay people to si- someone
1: like, submit a complaint uh,
2: against yeah. him maybe, for something maybe, um, again
0: maybe it's literally the consent forms and charging if if, if that relates with the a- school, well, like well, well no that's that's the aerial school that's yeah, the aerial we're just school hypothesizing. this is prior but
2: what if he was paying you know what i mean like that throws everything into question his yeah it, like what's the that's, validity
1: of him like writing something as a harvard blah, yeah. blah 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 maybe it's putting their name at risk because maybe he's not Maybe he didn't get consent
2: forms for them and then he charged them or. Yeah,
1: it's probably. That's why I feel like something. Yeah. And then he's like, it's because I wrote about UFOs.
0: So then the committee chairman, who was Arnold Bud Relman, MD, a professor of medicine and of social medicine at Harvard Medical School, uh, served as editor of the New England Journal of Medicine as well. According to him, Daniel P. Sheehan, one of Mac's attorneys, and the committee's draft report suggested that, uh, quote, to communicate in any way whatsoever to a person who has reported a close encounter with an extraterrestrial life form that this experience might have been real is professionally irresponsible. Which literally just sounds like if you're going to work with people that say that they have met an alien, shook hands with them, professionally irresponsible. That's what it, it... literally blatantly just reads to me but upon the public revelation of the existence of this committee 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 which was inadvertently revealed during uh, a solicitation of witnesses for max defense questions arose from the academic community regarding the validity of an investigation of a tenured professor who was not suspected of ethics violations or professional misconduct Concluding the 14-month investigation, Harvard then issued a statement stating that the dean had, quote, reaffirmed Dr. Mack's academic freedom to study what he wishes and to state his opinions without impediment, concluding Dr. Mack remains a member in good standing of the Harvard Faculty of Medicine, end quote.
1: Who's he blackmailing?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: (laughs) They're like, just kidding. He's great, guys. (laughs) Please don't release those photos of me. (laughs) But also,
2: if you think about it, if somebody did complain...
1: It would be worth And investigating. even if it was like a bullshit
2: complaint, like, I don't know. I just have a hard time believing like a hundreds, or I don't know how many, I mean, Harvard's very old.
0: I think it's yeah. like mid to late 1600s when yeah. it came.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hundreds it's and hundreds very well of years established. old. That the first time, what you said, the first time a tenured, mm, some shit must have had something happen. I. He said he didn't like know.
1: that guy's. Beyblade, and he was like, "Oh hell <laughs> he no!" Nah.
0: Or oh, he just lost. Yeah,
1: yeah he lost. He said,
2: he well, lost "You're losing
0: tournament. your spot."
1: He's like, "That's it."
0: He lost the tournament.
1: I hate your book. <laughs> <laughs> Jail.
0: Uh, so during this time, of course, Max studied many different aspects to the abduction phenomenon, especially when it came to the cultural differences associated with people having the experiences. Now, Mack, along with researcher Dominique Kalamanopoulos, who studied anthropology at Wesleyan University, officially documented the aerial case for research. They interviewed around 50 out of the 62 students. They recorded their conversations and had the children draw pictures of what they saw during those interviews. Mack and Kalamanopoulos would record a TV show segment on the phenomena in late of 94, and the two later would also give a presentation in Harare on the incident and alien abductions in general. Now, I wonder about the presentation cuz I wonder if that was like a like, I don't know, Africa UFO con or what exactly they did the presentation for. I want to believe that maybe he and uh Dominique wanted to do it maybe just to bring awareness to the the whole subject, but mm. wow. that's the that's the <laughs> that's the yeah. much lighthearted explanation for it. Perhaps I'm just looking too into it though. Remarkably, to John and Dominique, there was a very strong consistency between students when detailing the event. Max said these kids spoke in a way that shows that they experienced something. He believed them like many others did. Max said that there was no deception detected from the kids or even evidence of mass hysteria. Now, he wouldn't necessarily go as far to say that another being from another world dropped out of the sky and told them to save the planet you know he had over 40 years of experience again so I think he was a little more level-headed than that but he does believe did believe that something happened with these kids John Mack wanted to write a book about the case but his publisher at this time said that it would be too thin of a subject so instead he wrote a book titled Passport to the Cosmos, which was about human transformation through a psychological point of view when sharing experiences with the alien phenomenon. Cynthia Hind, who we talked about in part one, uh, published two articles about the case in UFO Afro News and in her book, UFOs Over Africa. But besides those publishings, which just detailed the case a little bit, plus the documentary that just recently came out and then perhaps some articles scattered online here and there, there's not really much written about the case. And then Johnny e. Mac, unfortunately, on Monday, September 27th, 2004, while in London to lecture at a T.E. Lawrence Society, Mac was killed by a drunken driver around 11.25 p.m. And believe it or not, uh, Mac's family did not press charges against the drunk driver because they knew that he didn't, he didn't mean to.
1: Fuck that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like,
0: that's kind of how I feel. It was just
1: an accident. It's like, he didn't mean
0: to as he's like, oh, <clears throat> Thanks. Yeah. And he just walked out. Actually, he did serve a little bit, but still.
1: Some people how they're so naturally inclined to forgive just truly baffles me. Like That's it's not it's not it? <laughs> I will hold a grudge to the day I fucking die and it is a it's a it's a skill. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. When, like, it's, a, it's a form of protection.
0: Don't drink and like, drive. Don't that?
1: Fuck I mean, me that's over. like, it's not like, it's it'd be one like, thing oh, if it I was. Forgive. Oh, I accidentally scuffed up your favorite Jordans. Like, no. Well,
2: you it'd be one thing if he was like, <laughs> the one guy was driving <laughs> yeah. sober. Right. And something went wrong with his car Oops. and it fucked up and it accidentally hit yeah. him. Yeah. and di- Well, obviously that was an accident. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Harvard finally this getting This
1: is 2004. A... Seriously. Yeah. Hello. The height of like, n- yeah, drunk driving and a- don't
0: do it. I think the guy was just. What is
1: it like? Mad moms against
0: drunk, drunk driving. Drivers. driving. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm that going. was like around that time. I think
0: the guy was just both hands on the wheel, like man, this fucking lifestyle, Beyblades is shit, and he just fucking knocked <laughs> he out. He was John like Mac.
1: undoing. He was like unboxing. Yeah, he just got he just got done with Target. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he uh, he it's super cosmic he, ultra,
0: he, ultra mm-hmm. <laughs> super duper mega Vector, whatever. Vector,
1: uh, Vector amazingness, yeah.
2: Storm, annihilator
0: of the cosmos. Mm-hmm. He pulled that shifter down the drive a little too hard and ripped it right out, there he went.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, like, did that and was, like, instantly, like, just left his body. He was, like, having, like, an out-of-body experience of, like, yeah. yeah. Like a phantom Beyblade <laughs> rip. Oh, like well,
2: that
0: sucks. His no. late father just came to him in spirit and was just like, let, let rip. it rip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is so dumb. Yeah. I just can't. I can't <laughs> mean, it's too
1: sad, so you just gotta so, make it less sad. You gotta right? let it rip. Yeah.
2: So there
0: is mm-hmm. More evidence. First, I'd like to talk about two instances that I don't have any audio for, but I've heard uh, person A, not B, not C, and person like D talk about it. So not sure how really substantial it is. But there, is, there was a student named John Bull who said that they were brought into the assembly hall and were told that they were making the entire thing up by the teachers afterwards. A 10-year-old girl named Isabella is quoted saying, He was just staring. He was scary. We were trying not to look at him, cause he was scary. My eyes and feelings went with him.
2: Hmm.
0: A little unsettling for mm-hmm.
2: me. That's an interesting I way know, to. I know. I like that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, isn't it? But I'm uh,
2: stealing that. and mm, I'm I know, right? Saying that some other time at your wedding, and your vows. My.
0: Can Taylor least for the end of his vows be heart. like, "Let it rip with me, baby."
2: And then we laid down there. Yeah. <gasps> no, you both. Blade. You both pull
0: one. Cor- Why am I still doing this? <laughs> pouring of the sand, the sand
1: ceremony. Yeah. It's the ripping of the <laughs> the, the Bay blade. Bay blade. <laughs> we become one blade. Yes. yeah Yeah. You hold together and you.
0: Beyblades in yes. the shape of a heart.
1: Oh yes. my. Mm-hmm. No. It's, each one is like a half of a heart, and come then they come up. together. They're like magnetized, <gasps> and they. Whoop. Yeah. I could be then a wedding we planner. Rip
2: it together. Yep.
0: You're welcome, Beyblade. Mm-hmm. Please sponsor.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Everyone's gonna be listening to this. They're like. Shut I the know, fuck up know, about Beyblades. <laughs> <gonna, laughs> Move on. They're either gonna be really into it or they're
1: gonna be we like make one joke on. and we just can't let it die. I I'm just, sorry, but we're just gonna keep so saying good. the same thing over and over until it's we annoy so everybody. So,
0: is. besides Beyblades, probably the most interesting part of this entire podcast is going to be the audio clips that I will now play. Okay, they uh, are from interviews with a student <laughs> and She's John laughing. Mac, okay. and then the. Uh one of the clips is from teachers, um, which I think might I don't know, there might have been like fucking ten in a room or so, and John Mac might have been there, but you can just you can check that out. So now I'll play some audio clips from some of John E. Mack's interviews. The first one, uh, you might hear something talked about that is familiar.
3: Something scared you, is that right? Yes. What, what scared you?
5: The noise.
3: What noise?
5: The noise that we heard in the air.
3: You heard a noise in the yes. air? What was it like? Like a roar or a buzz or a hum or what kind of a noise?
1: It was like someone was blowing a flute. Oh, yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. that they did say the flute last time.
3: Mm-hmm. Flute. Yeah. I like was say- whist- Like
1: a whistle or something.
0: Sure, he might have led with <clears throat> a roar what or a buzz or something. He, he gave examples. He didn't right. just go, Was it loud? And he was like, looking yeah, for was a
1: descriptive
2: words. He's
0: much better at interviewing Thanks than Cynthia.
2: God. Well, much what I better. like is that he lets them talk because I feel like Cynthia mm. was like,
0: What's yeah. it?
1: What, what oh. sound did you hear? Oh, you heard this? Right? Yes.
0: Right. And plus, any of the background noise you hear that sounds like kids, it was only him.
1: It's much clearer. The
0: uh, <clears throat> reporter or the cameraman and uh, the kid. Mm -hmm. The kids are outside doing whatever else. Later, I think there's one they're fucking in a choir. I don't know. So the next clip here uh, is from a young gentleman, and he talks about how it was scary for him.
5: It was scary myself.
3: It was scary because you saw something yourself? Yes.
5: Mm -hmm. I saw a little object hovering. It was quite big, actually, and then there was little ones all around it. I love
1: their accent so much. Mm-hmm. He actually sounds like Charlie from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
0: Wow, actually he the does. Honey. He does. He really does. He's like,
1: oh, I love chocolate. <laughs> he just has like that cute little same voice as. What's his? Fa- oh, what is his name? The actor's actual name. I do not know. Oh, he's he's like really really fucking good now. Um, anyway,
0: the next you know clip who I'm talking about. Yeah, the next clip I have here is basically on the same uh, kind of topic about it being kind of scary, and this is from a young woman.
1: We
5: saw something silver, and then we quickly ran to the, lo- to the logs. And we saw a silver, silver thing, and we saw a man standing next to it.
3: Well, what was it? What did it feel like when he was looking at you?
5: I felt scared.
3: It, it felt scared. What was scary about it?
5: Well, I felt scared because I've never seen such a person
1: like that before.
0: See, she didn't call it an alien. So she has no idea what an alien is like.
1: And she said she'd never seen anyone like that before.
0: Yeah, exactly. So hey, maybe
1: her parents aren't fan of sci fi or something. You never know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I still can't get over people saying they have no fucking clue what an extraterrestrial is.
1: They live is under like, a literal boulder. And then it
0: cuts to that one girl. So what do you <laughs> look like? An alien? alien.
1: Oh, you've heard <laughs> of aliens before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I sure as fuck have. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm
1: part of MUFON. Oh, yeah. cool.
0: So the next clip I have here uh, talks about some scary evil eyes.
4: Mm-hmm. And he,
0: or whoever is talking in his next clip, uh, says a little specific thing that kind of gives me the creeps. Did you see the eyes?
3: What did they look like?
5: They were um, going like
3: that. Where was the pointy part? It was the pointy part in here, or was the pointy part oh, up, there? up there? And what was the feeling when you looked at the eyes?
5: Um, it was scary.
3: Mm-hmm. And what, scary why? What made it scary?
5: The eyes looked evil.
3: Evil. Mm-hmm. And what was evil about them?
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Say
3: what you mean by evil. <laughs> it,
4: looked,
5: uh, it looked evil because it was just staring at me.
3: With what? Staring at you as if what? As if to do what?
5: As if it wanted to come and take us.
3: As if it wanted to come and take you. That was the feeling you got? That it wanted you to go with it? Did you feel like you wanted to go with it? No. Did you feel... What was the effect on you when, when you felt it wanted to have you go with it? What happened?
5: I just um, walked away and I started crying.
2: Like you do. The what creepiest part of that was the damn choir in the I background. Know. I was like
0: I know, hold on. This, this is
2: kind of ominous. I know it this is.
0: little piece right here, I think. It's god okay. it almost sounds like he's saying, He's behind you to me. Just oh,
1: I almost it, isn't that what like they're saying? Do, do you, say you see what I see? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's lame. Oh.
0: I don't know. Fuck it.
1: You're gonna hear what you wanna hear, man. Yeah,
0: okay, I am. <clears> no. I'd be like aliens. What oh are those? Oh
1: my god. Someone wants me with them. I'd be like emotional.
2: I'd be like, one's picking me i really think i've said it so many I know. times mm-hmm. i would fall into a cult i know i would but like well okay so i want to i, I want to
0: say nobody technically falls into a cult because you don't know you're necessarily getting into a cult
1: i know that's why she's saying like she's a, she could easily fall for one because she would yeah. be tricked into being into one not like yeah. oh i'm going to willingly join I'm, this I'm, cult. Just,
0: I'm just saying i'm just saying I
1: just i know like, Cassandra knows what I'm saying. I do. He has to, like, explain what a cult is for you to know
2: oh, if you can my join one. Oh, fucking
0: God. <laughs> Moving on to the teacher's clip. But what if
1: you, I was? You did what it. What if I did see a cult and I said, you know what? That's the one that's for me. That's my shit. She's, she oh, watched gosh. Midsummer and she's like, that's kind of where I want to go. And she went there.
0: I'm the anomaly. I mean, what if they put, like, a hint of shoulder of, and they were like, would you let it rip with us?
1: Instantly. I mean, <laughs> but what if they were of like, course. This is, now, wait. what if they were like, this is a crock free zone? Oh. oh, you no. know what I mean. That's a predicament. But mm-hmm. what if
2: I was able to rip it and like phase into the environment, like how she doesn't in, in Midsummer mm. or Midnight, Mid- Midsummer? Is that the right movie? Midsummer
1: is the one where she gets yeah. taken to like that, like yeah. they go on that yeah. country. Well, and, like you know how like cold. when
2: she's doing drugs, she like phases into the environment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. If you were I to, to it, like into the environment,
1: that'd be pretty sick.
0: Yeah. What if you guys had like a signature kind of move thing? Like Like ripping the tear in reality? You you had mass and you talked about whatever it is the cult is following and then when you're done, you put your arms up kind of like this, almost like walking like a gypsum and you just spun around and went zzzz.
1: Or no, you all like Hands on each other's shoulders yeah. and you all spin around as one giant collective Beyblade.
0: Wait, like a football huddle what, like, what are we doing?
2: Well, spoiler, <laughs> but like when they jump off the
1: cliff. Yes. What if they just? <laughs> just <laughs> they get off. like ripped off the cliff. Like you get like <laughs> like you get wrapped, like, in, wrapped in a sheet in and the just... then they pull the sheet really fast and you go spinning and fly off the cliff.
0: Dude. I
1: mean, if you're gonna go out,
0: Beyblade bay, bay sacrifice rituals. I fuck mean... yeah. So as long as it's consensual. Yeah. Well, next clip here, again, is from the teachers.
5: They came running up here in such a panic and I mean even if we had staged it they could not have run all together like that. Even if we practised it I don't know how many times.
4: Mm-hmm. That they came
5: up here like a living snake. And they just came we were in a staff meeting and we just heard them screaming, screaming, ah then they were here, you know, and a child can't make that up. <laughs> I was very sceptical in the beginning as well. Um, I believed that they'd seen something. But I wasn't prepared to accept that it was anything supernatural or anything like that. But I think the consistency of, of what's been going on indicates that it was more than I was prepared to admit in the beginning.
1: Bitch called them snakes. Yeah, like them I was fucking like... slithery-ass kids coming mm-hmm. up running up in here like a fucking snake.
0: I just imagine, obviously, it's the crowd of kids and they're kind of you know, all moving you're... erratically.
2: Well, what their me is... All kind of ducking. tongues are flailing. What are they fucking doing? Well, like, if you're going to just... She was saying that they were running up. Yeah. If I were to hear that someone's running up like a snake, I would feel like it would be like strategic running and yeah. like stealthy, ducking, dog, not like, like ah!
1: and weaving,
0: or just like lying on their stomachs, oh, slowly yeah. Yeah. but surely getting
2: up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they were like a,
1: you know, or just like, like a bees. herd. Like yeah. A, yeah. Like buffalo. Like yeah, running on the bulls. I was yeah. charging.
0: Well, yeah, there was two uh, women actually in that clip, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Hearing, hearing them say, you know, mm-hmm. we couldn't even have planned that. You know, I wasn't expecting to really kind of fall for it and believe in what they were telling me at first. But later, they had some convincing uh, eyewitness testimony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next clip I have here is about some some black eyes and white pupils. Mm-hmm.
3: The eyes were, were like more pointed as they came in toward the center of the head. Yes. Is that...
5: No, more circular, and this was all black.
3: All black. Now you've made pupils. Did they actually have pupils or? They're white. Black? What? The
5: pupils were white, like
3: that. So you saw white in the center.
5: He's like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Was he near the uh, the silver object or was he far? No, on top. On top of the silver yes. object. Okay, and um, did you look at him? Yes. Did he look at you? Yes,
5: then he gave me the creeps, then I stopped looking Gave him.
3: you the creeps. Actually, in your drawing, you showed him standing up, didn't
1: you? Yes, I had to draw him standing up, because I couldn't draw sitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that tracks though, because kids said they saw one on top of the silver craft mm-hmm. yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, I think maybe for, like, pupils, my brain kind of, maybe he was, like, seeing, like, shine. Like, reflective yeah. eye shine. And it, like, ah. caught, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like little white people be kind of weird, like maybe it was like it the like eye shine kind of situation. Love is honesty. I know.
0: Yeah, so like I, we, I, I can't draw it. He then, did so. the best
1: he could, but what you're he like? With you're what sorry, he I like the, <laughs> the f- like, I drew it. Okay.
0: <laughs> About halfway through that clip, the fucking sprinkler that kicked on. What the
1: fuck was going on there? <laughs> Maraca.
3: Was he near the uh, the silver object or was he far?
1: No, top. That's <laughs> the snake. <laughs> That, it's the rattlesnake. No, that's
3: somebody
0: trying to rip their Beyblade, but they can't. Mm,
1: it's like stuck. They're, They're like, learning. They're like, in
0: Beyblade 101. Yeah. They're yeah. Learning.
1: Well, they are. Ch- no, I mean, Sonny, you don't do it like that. Detention.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We'll put you back out there with those fucking disco men.
1: Rip it on out that door, Johnny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh. This might be our last episode. It might. Because we're going to die. <laughs> because we can't. We're no. Gonna <sighs>
2: just, no, it's because we're going to be We're
0: like, going to
1: rip it so hard. <laughs>
0: can't wait to fucking edit this.
1: Sorry.
2: Sorry, no, future I'm Matt. I'm not sorry. Look, that's fine. He's going to be giggling on so so
0: like the top so hard. The final clip here, uh, you know, nothing too harsh. Mm-hmm. Just talk about how the world's going to end.
5: Sweet. Oh. What I thought was maybe the, the world's going to end. Maybe they're telling us the world's going to end.
3: Um, well, why do you think they might want us to be scared? mm
5: because um, we, maybe because we never, we don't look after the planet and um, the area properly. Mm-hmm.
3: And, uh, let me, this is, is this an idea that uh, you have had before that we don't look after the planet properly in the air? Or did this idea come to you when you had this experience?
5: when I had this experience.
3: Mm -hmm. And how did that idea come to you from this experience? This is a little hard, but try, try to be with me here, okay? When you... How did this idea come to you when you had this experience? I
5: just felt all horrible inside.
3: You felt horrible. At what point did you feel that? When you saw the craft or when you got home at night? When I
5: got home.
3: You had that horrible feeling when you got home. Yes. And say more about that horrible feeling, Lisa. What was it like?
5: It was like in the world, all the trees will just go down and and there will be no air and people will be dying.
3: Mm -hmm. And those thoughts came to you, had you had those thoughts before this experience? No. No. And did, how did those thoughts come to you? Did they come to you from the craft or from?
5: From the man.
3: The man. And the man, did the man say those things to you? Uh, How did he get that across to you?
5: Well, he never said anything. It's just
3: that the face, is the eyes. What was the sense you got from those eyes? He
5: was interested.
0: And Liesl, uh, what is uh, he holding in his hand in your in your drawing there? <laughs> uh, that's a Beyblade. blade. <laughs> <laughs> I am not sorry.
1: Have you ever seen Alien? Or no, like I know about, exactly what he was oh, doing. I you were going what? Like what no, he doing? No, I was going
2: what the fuck is he doing? Because we're sitting here and this kid's like. I'm we traumatized, like the world is coming to an end, people and you're dying. Like, holding Godzilla, acting like it's gonna burst out your chest.
0: Hell yeah, <laughs> That's what take it man. seriously on this podcast.
2: No, I knew what was going on. I'm sorry. I've not seen Alien, but I know the reference.
0: So, it's a popular reference. The world's gonna end. Mm-hmm. Trees are gonna go down, the air is gonna fucking disappear, and people will die. I mean, not he's wrong. not wrong. <clears throat> now, I don't know if that deals much with technology. I'm not sure exactly how the trees are gonna go, and the air is gonna go.
4: Mm.
2: I mean, they're <sighs> cutting down the trees. Yeah, polluting the earth. You know,
0: I. So I've heard that there are more trees being planted and growing than there are ever being cut down.
1: Well, maybe now. And yeah. I also
0: heard there are more trees
1: on the planet
0: on the planet than mm-hmm. there are. From us, observable stars. Yeah,
1: I find that really hard to swallow. That's what
0: I do. But then again, I'm, mm-hmm. I also look outside. I'm like,
1: mm-hmm. huh?
0: Maybe they're on the something.
1: Here's a question that'll really fuck you up.
0: Fuck me up, babe.
1: I saw this question on TikTok. People ask this to like random people in the street, mm. and it really fucks their whole day up. Mm. And no one knows the answer, so you have to guess. <laughs> okay. Do you think there are more doors or wheels on the planet? I've heard this.
2: I've heard this one. Doors
0: or wheels?
1: hmm Mm-hmm. I've heard this one. Also, another version I've heard that I just don't know how I feel about. Do you think there are more eyes or legs on the planet?
0: Um, so I will say doors, and then you said eyes or what? Legs. Eyes or legs? I will say, ooh,
1: mm, not just ooh. humans.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm gonna say legs.
1: I, it's, it's a hard
2: one for me. I think doors for but sure. But think fish. They have eyes, but no legs. Yeah. I think I think doors and
0: eyes. Doors and eyes. What's up? Who won? I don't know. Who, who, no who, one who, knows who, the answer. What?
1: It's just a. <sighs> I want to get the first prize, it's, like, it's a thought, like mm, what's the word? Like practice.
2: Like well, I feel like a, you can define a door more broadly than you can define a wheel.
1: I feel like a wheel is a round thing that moves to transport something else. That's like, what it's I mean. Attached to something. I'd be, I like,
0: I'd be really. Ex- Blown away if there are more eyes than legs. I
2: don't well, know. isn't like the one of the first things to like in like biology to like when you're going up single cell and then multi cell like life forms that eyes form before like appendages. Girl, I don't know. Maybe.
0: Well, I I think uh, or no, I'll make, I could I'll, make, on my ass. I'll make this quick. I do that but a lot. The biggest animal group is insects by mm-hmm. far. Yeah, and so I immediately think but of some
1: have a lot of eyes. Yeah. Think yeah, about how but many I think eyes about a millipede have. or a
0: centipede or any of those. But,
1: I know, but some creatures have a, like clams yeah. have tons of eyes, or is it? Yeah, a scallop.
0: Uh, See,
2: I just think of like the little, like the baby, like amoebas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Don't they have like eyes?
0: That's true. That's a point. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like <laughs> That's a doors point. for sure. <laughs> doors for sure. You got me there.
0: That's one of them sharp uh, Beyblade points. Yeah. 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 All right. Or so round ones. depending on how you spin it, you could.
2: I mean.
0: So those were the clips. Beyblades could be- those True. were the clips for part part two here. Take them as you will. But a lot easier d- to comprehend. A lot easier. <laughs> the sound is much better. And mm-hmm. I do still stand by that John Mack was a great interviewer. Mm-hmm. Asked some pretty vague questions and mm-hmm. let them answer.
1: But then knew how to follow up with more specific questions to get what they kind of meant by it. Yeah. Not yeah. guiding them, but like, could you give more details? Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, like I said earlier, the kids would draw during them speaking to Mac as well so you kind of had more of a besides just an audio uh, interpretation there you had a visual um, and many of them were your typical craft near some trees and then one possibly two occupants So no don't get me wrong it was two months in the making before he got out there Mm -hmm.
2: Um, at least it's better than what's her Cynthia Cynthia. yeah
0: Uh so now the after that, possibly maybe on the television series sightings, I think twice the aerial the aerial school thing uh, came up. I think maybe a vague interview here or there, but essentially after all that took place, I would say about you no know, nineteen ninety-five, because we had that like kind of year or nine or ten months after interview since then till about 2008 about 2010 you don't really hear much about the aerial school at all no one really takes any precedent to it until randall nickerson a movie director uh was actually asked by the john mack institute to make a short film at first about it um probably you know just because the john mack institute john mack was dealing with this case i'm sure that was probably just all the reasoning they really needed
2: wait so he created his own institute
0: i don't know <laughs> if <laughs> he necessarily created it or not or if it was
2: like in his honor right. it was in his honor Those yeah very different thing yeah,
0: yeah i'm not exactly too sure on that uh but you know what why the fuck not we're here let's look it up the john mack institute uh began in 1982
1: Okay. Okay, I'm starting
2: to see some <laughs> so what might 20, be uh, 22
0: years before his death.
2: And when was that Harvard Review again?
0: Mm, um, is
2: it the '94 or something oh, like that? I
0: think it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm just... How 94. involved
2: was he in this institute, and what is the institute about?
0: Uh, so clicking on the John began in 1982 in Cambridge, Massachusetts. After a brief flirtation with being known as the Center for the Study of Human Continuity and then overcorrecting for a couple of years as the most prefunctory nuclear psychology program, it became the Center for Psychological Studies in the Nuclear Age. Founded by Pulitzer Prize-winning author and Harvard psychiatrist Dr. John E. Mack and renowned psychiatrist-historian Dr. Robert J. Lifton, The center grew out of the activities of a group of physicians, academics, and educators who were studying the psychological aspects of the arms race. Its original mission was to study the psychological, historical, and political complexities that maintain and perpetuate nuclear weapons as instruments of policy. At the time of its inception, the center was an affiliate of the Harvard Medical School, and the work took the form of research projects and conferences. Mm. That same year of ninety two, like with funding <laughs> from Lawrence Rockefeller.
2: Oh, here yeah, it goes. Here yeah. it is.
0: Yeah, the yep. center formed the Program for Extraordinary Experience Research, or PEER, to explore how people's worldviews were affected by reported alien encounters. What
2: the the rea- Rockefeller. I know the
0: reality of alien beings was secondary to Peer's primary interest in how such experiences may lead to a sense of identification with the world as a whole rather than with a particular nation or group.
2: So they were doing Wait. like nuke, you know, like, okay, we're going to talk about all this like war, war and all this stuff. And-, and then all of a sudden in 92, they switch it to aliens with Rockefeller money. And then what, 94, he gets investigated, right?
1: in telephone fun-
0: it ends saying the organization is now known as the John E. Mack Institute. Well, what's its first fucking name?
2: Well, it, they said this is something about like that it switched names, that it was something first and they switched names and then... Oh,
0: being known as the Center for the Study of Human Continuity?
2: Yeah. Well, and okay. I bet after he died, they switched it to... Mm. Like, as, okay. Okay. That's not okay. as
0: No, that's cringe. not as bad.
2: Not as cringe. Uh Rockefeller money. Yeah, that's, that is that's a little... Two, 250000 a year. Oh, damn. Wait, so it was an active... In-
0: for four years. So a million. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, see, that's what, follow the money. Mm-hmm.
0: Follow it's the money. It's about the money. Uh, so Randall Nickerson, the movie director for the Aerial Phenomenon new documentary, uh, that came out May twentieth, twenty twenty-two, he was appointed in a, in a way by the John E Mack Institute to, you know, basically do this movie. You know, he had I think a Patreon or GoFundMe or IndieGoGo or something like that, crowd, uh, funding source that helped along with it as well. But it's cool because I think – it's a little cool, but I think I mentioned it in part one that Randall Nickerson actually was one of John E. Mack's, like, studies, uh, interviews for John E. Mack's book, Abduction, that he met so much criticism for. Mm. And it's kind of, I guess – Interesting that the Johnny, Mac, uh, not interesting, but I, I guess you could have called it if you want to put it that way, that the John e. Mac Institute reached out to Randall to do this since he was affiliated mm-hmm. with Johnny Mac when he was still alive. Uh, Randall came across some surprising details in the years since the incident that he's talked about even prior to the release of the new film, because actually a hand, <clears throat> excuse me, a handful of the clips that uh, you can look up online now, like Emily Trim's interview at a, a UFO event in like 2015. There's some, I th- think, some kind of archival footage that's been released as well. But a lot of that was part of his documentary that he either released as trailers or, you know, a little sneak peeks or something like that. But he started this in 2008, reached out to some people within the next few years, and it didn't release till 2022. So it's been in development a very long time. One interview I read in, in particular said, he's like 2018, I think. He was like, yeah, it's done. I just got to do some finishing touches before it's released. Well, that was fucking four years ago. But a very interesting report comes from Randall Nickerson. Um, one of the witnesses he interviewed said that the being on the ground would approach him and then it would disappear. When it would reappear moments later, it would, reappear, or it would appear reappear, back where it started. And it would continue this, like, endless loop. Hmm.
2: Like an endless loop. Like going through a portal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the oh, like don't a wait. portal or you, can't, you can't sit here and do this and That's not- That's true. He's doing a ripping motion with his hand. <laughs> yeah,
0: he would walk, and then he'd pull, pull right back. He'd mm-hmm. Walk, and he'd pull right back. But, almost sounds like a glitch in the matrix. Or like, mm-hmm. a, or like... like a
1: portal or like a like a wormhole. like, kind of, like Sounds like go a in worthless a... wormhole. Well, kind of like portal, like-
0: like yeah, yeah, but the like aliens like trying him. to trying to get to you and all of a sudden. But it's maybe like, he's not. He's maybe like, God, he's literally it. just
1: fucking with you. He's like, check well, um, Almost this sounds out. like the simulation's
0: breaking down. Kind of like a party trick. Maybe they're creators of the simulation and they were there to fix a glitch glitch in the simulation. Are they working for EA? And then everyone <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> They need to do a better job. <laughs> I know. No I got shit. some questions. Yes, they do. I got lists. <laughs> Those fucking that the fucking wedding pack just needs oh, some real if help. If you were if unfortunately there. Do you know you know unfortunately.
0: What if You saying that, me thinking of the Sims. What if the black suit and the black hair? What if the hair was like a hood and it was actually grim? grim?
1: I don't know. Grim's kind of a G. Kind of, he's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He He was an iPad. He was a G more in the yeah. I agree. He's got he's like an iPad baby now because he He relies on the technology.
2: Be really fun animations in
1: the older games where he was like now just kind of vanilla, but he Mm -hmm. looks cool.
0: Um, Randall also says, I think I mentioned this in part one very briefly that it really wasn't 62 students. It was around a hundred, but mm. the other like 38 were like kind of first yeah, and second young. graders yeah, and they yeah. couldn't really yeah. tell you what was going on. Lastly, according to Randall Nickerson, there was a first grade teacher that supposedly witnessed the event from her classroom, but they refused to allow that teacher to be interviewed. And unfortunately mm. she died a few years later in 1996, mm. but mm. That's that's as, that's as far as that now, goes. Now, did
2: she? What she does Ripping too hard.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Now, while you might not deem the final person to really suit this idiom of "save the best for last," um, it, it's not the most fantastical jaw dropping story, but it does really define and show the emotional toll and such that it can have on someone. And so that's kind of why I say that, you know, for last, I'm not trying to push aside or degrade anyone else's account. No one's really better than the other. Uh, But Emily Trim, her encounter has severely shaped her life, and I think it. uh, I'd like to give it the attention that it deserves. So Emily Trim, she was born in Canada along with her brother, who actually also experienced the event but I hear nothing about him. Her parents were very religious. They were missionaries for the Salvation Army, and they had moved to Zimbabwe for missionary work. Emily was just a little over eight years old when she had her experience. Now, after the incident happened, Emily and her brother came home that day and tried to talk to their parents about the event, but unfortunately for both of them, mommy and daddy didn't want anything to do with it. In fact, they were so un- willing to believe anything they had to say. Uh, you could almost say they, they thought it was a bunch of poppycock. A very short period of time afterwards, they had the entire family pack up their belongings and move back to Canada.
4: Hmm.
0: They when not be associated that with that anymore. Uh, to this day, they are still hesitant on the matter. They have decided to open up a little and listen to it. But they as in their parents? Their parents,
1: hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Emily would never, unfortunately, be able to talk about her experience with her classmates or her parents or even Cynthia, you know, for what it's worth, or Mac or teachers, whoever. She could talk about it with her brother, but as we've come across time and time again over this series is that whatever happened, kids seem to have a little bit different views or a little bit different, you know,
1: They experience it differently. Optical
0: intake, how about that? Alrighty. You like that? But it wasn't until the past decade or so, during the making of the documentary *Aerial Phenomenon*, that Emily would be able to actually meet some of her old classmates and share some of the experiences. She says that she had, still has, actually, a very difficult time making friends and holding down relationships. And actually, within the first handful of minutes on the documentary. She talks about how she was engaged for a while, but unfortunately, this event and what, you know, uh, I guess it's done to her mentally, that is, uh, the engagement broke up, broke apart. In practically every interview that I have seen of Emily, she seems very nervous and very emotional. Visually, she looks like at any second she could start crying when she talks about this case. Her account, though, begins like any other. It's mid-morning, recess, and a bunch of other kids, saw a bright flash out of their peripheral vision. They headed towards it, towards the perimeter line that is with the the logs. Uh, The two beings started to hop around like there was no gravity, like they were very graceful. Uh, They started making no movement towards Emily, and then all of a sudden, they just kind of, boop, seemed to be within arm's reach. And at that time, Emily was beside Liesel, who is the young girl talked about the end of the world. Uh, she was the one in that year after interview about the nightmares that she had Mm -hmm. and the possible abduction. Um, And there was actually a girl on the other side of Emily, not right beside her, maybe a handful of feet away. That girl received messages about the environment. Liesel received some messages about the environment, which we've heard. The whole world's just going to die. And Emily actually received a, well, once she locked eyes with this creature, because that's apparently how it spoke through its eyes, mind speak. uh, That's when she had images start flooding her mind and like a 1,000 per second, she would say. Hmm. She said it was just overbearing. But her knowledge that was given to her was about technology and that it's a gift and that it should only be used to help the world and how the humans could do a better job at it. Now, how exactly do you go about doing a better job at that? No one's ever really been able to clarify. Um, the time felt distorted during this. She felt like she was in a, you know, she was paralyzed, but once the bell rang, everything just disappeared. It was like nothing had ever happened to this day. Emily draws to help cope with what happened at Ariel. She says that half the time she never really knows what she's going to draw, but when she has the urge, she just goes for it. And then a bunch of just random thoughts and colors and patterns and whatever, are just come spilling out and she draws on the paper. Um, almost like what if all the images that the alien sent her with their eyes, what if they're just flowing out of Emily's mind under the paper? Mm. Mm-hmm. She's actually on Instagram. She's very easy to find. Um, but I guess if there's any hecklers out there, I'm not going to really state her IG handle just in case, but she's all about art and life experiences. Uh, I'll say that the artwork is creative it's almost intense at times, but it's, it's very weird. I don't know. I, me personally, I don't know what to really make of it to tell you. Okay, so I had to look, I just did this for fun. Ariana Grande on Instagram has about a thousand posts. Uh, someone else I looked up has about 1500, maybe well, Billie Eilish. You
1: can't trust those because a lot of bigger figures will delete old posts. Like they don't keep them all on there.
0: Emily has almost 35,000 posts. Wow.
1: probably like her outlet she probably uses this as like a sort of online journal no
0: she exactly does i really
1: like it it's very it's very more like expressive art Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i personally really can't make heads or tails of what's going on and i'm not not supposed to to, exactly she might even Um, have like
1: synesthesia or something it looks like she's more so using the colors and the shapes to visually express her feelings in forms of like waves and not literally she's also really Mm -hmm. into rocks
0: Yes, yeah, she's really in the rocks. There's a lot of rocks in there. There's a few videos of her talking, and the videos are just like, you know, hey, everybody. How you doing? I hope you're having a great day, and I uh, just hope to talk to you again soon.
1: Are you one of those people who go to the museum and see abstract art, and you're like, I don't fucking get it? Yeah. It's like, lines on and a piece of canvas. And I'm not saying it's stupid. I could do that. I'm
0: just saying, I, I I don't personally understand it. No, I know. But um, I
1: personally love abstract art.
0: What'd you call that? It's syn- syn-
1: Synesthesia is synesthesia. when people like... He, it's it's a um, way they interpret sound and in colors well that's mm. and yeah colors and different things so like they might associate colors with things that aren't colorful like, um i
2: know some people have like if they think certain like like names
1: or something mm-hmm. they can like
2: oh interpret it or like okay. if they hear music yeah like I sounds. Know, i know are what, are what
1: you're talking about i think synesthesia specifically is sounds have color yeah like synth. okay
0: that makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes mm-hmm. sense. I
2: know there's like another one. I
1: think. Yeah. Like, taste. I don't think right. it's called that.
2: But You're like, right. But
0: like Billie the-
1: Eilish has it uh. and Lady Gaga has it. Like a lot of famous artists have it because it just mm-hmm. helps with your creativity and you see things in a different way. Uh, but like Just seeing that, like it seems like more so the movement of the color is what's important.
0: Yeah some of the pictures just have random shapes Some of them are like entirely red Entirely blue Others have mixed colors There looks to be like some uh, beings there Whether they're human or not I don't know
1: They could be random to you
0: Um, But it
1: doesn't mean they're random
0: Yeah that's why I said personally
1: I am an art theory hoe I love me some art history and, and color theory I could go all day Dissect those paintings girl You should I mean maybe there really is no fucking meaning But that is the meaning right?
0: And there's a lot that looked like it had like a language to it, almost. Yeah,
2: there were some yeah. that it looked like, um, like script, like and it was weird, like some yeah. sort of text. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm not sure what it is. And there are a lot of times where she's just like, don't know. Maybe here she you go. made up
2: her. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's from the here. I'll show you what
0: one of them. Was like, but she invites anyone who is interested, of course, in aliens, but more so art, psychology, you know, trauma, mental health, to come check it out because she really thinks, you know, it, it it could do it could do someone else besides her some good.
1: Looks like um, almost like a form of shorthand, like some like there's actual like shorthand like writing quote unquote languages. And sometimes they look weird like that, but they kind of translate to real world, real Real words. Why is that so hard?
0: I don't know. That's like trying to say comfortably rear view mirror rear, or no rear wheel.
1: And real world.
0: Rear wheel. I hate it. Rear
1: real world. Let it rip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but,
0: but yeah, I mean, that's basically the aerial school UFO incident hmm. right there. Basically. 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 Mm-hmm. hey basically basically. <laughs> basically oh god but yeah covered probably people that are most associated with it uh on and covered the event itself on part 1 and part 2 on our uh website thefatherswedgespodcast.com there will be a lot of links and a lot of pictures uh and the, some of those links will be to videos of interviews that not only is the archival footage when uh, these students were kids, but some in 2015 and like 2018 of like podcasts interviews, especially with Salma Siddiq, uh, she she's done a number of interviews as as well. Uh, but it's pretty fascinating. I just came across a Reddit pro, Reddit post of some guy who put everything in one Emger account. I'm just like, thank you, sir, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so what would be any and all conclusions that we have? About this case like Why would Can conclusions be
1: made about this case
0: Well I guess that's kind of subjective Like to you Mm -hmm. what you can conclude from it I I mean why would Would you think the kids would Collaborate in making this story up
2: I I don't think I think like Most UFO sightings They saw something Yeah they saw something Mm -hmm. What that was Who am I to say We weren't there I mean like I think there were a lot of shady characters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that might have manipulated stuff after the fact, but I do think they saw something.
0: Mm-hmm. I think they saw something. No, I don't what, know what it, is. I don't know if
2: it was alien or if it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll say it's very hard for me to believe how the event took place. That that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, I don't know. Um, it, it's it'd be baffling if this was. If this was somehow faked in one way or another, I feel like there would have to be an outside hand, like the teachers or the parents, that would help. I, I can't. So why?
1: To what exactly?
0: End? What would be the gain from it? I can't think of anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Traumatizing children.
0: I traumatizing children. I don't see them really making any money off of it. I mean, maybe some have. I'm speaking for 62 people, and I've only really investigated like six of them. because That's all I ever see of. So I, I really don't know. Um, but the fact that they stuck with it all this year. Uh, all, all this time, all these years. Uh, like I said, 94, 95, it kind of dissipated a little bit and it came back around the 2010s. I mean, shit, 15 years? I'd probably just forget the whole thing. I've heard nobody I'll forget the it. whole thing
1: in five days.
2: Yeah,
0: I've heard nobody <laughs> refuted. Like, who was involved? Nobody refuted. They went along with it. Um,
2: yeah, they saw something, but yeah, what it was, hmm, what, you know... I mean, was it people in a mask? Was it people yeah. fucking around? I mean, I...
0: Yeah, I'm...
2: I mean, who's to say? The environmentalism, that's kind of... I don't know. I have a feeling. I don't know. That's
0: Well, I have an interesting thing I want to note on that. Hmm. Uh, first, though, I'd like to mention that one thing I find very interesting in the aftermath of this event is that... You know, Well, I realize out of the possible, I guess, 100 people that had seen this event take place, it might be kind of a good probability about what I'm going to say. But it's that many of these students have actually gone on to do socially or environmentally uplifting things. Like there are plenty that have gone into— They've been
1: influenced. <laughs> yeah.
0: Was, I mean, well, social workers, community workers, some even fighting world hunger. Liesl, again, she actually uh, is a support worker helping people with learning disabilities and mental health issues. Um, I also find it very interesting that in the interviews in part one, you hear essentially flash craft landed. These beings came out and we were scared. We felt like time had stopped. We weren't sure what to make of it. These black suited porcelain skin beings just running around. Now in part two here, we heard much more about the, you know, the feeling that it left with me is very unsettling. This feeling that the, you know, we're doing bad things to the earth. The environmentalism really showed in part two, but only when John Mack was introduced, oh, who's about then he, mm, environmentalism. I see it now. I have no proof that he persuaded the children in any way to say that. I just find it a very odd coincidence that that's usually the typical moment that we see that introduced.
1: Well, I feel like an important thing to keep in mind is with a lot of things where people will draw conclusions, like you bring up, because a lot of the careers you said necessarily aren't environmentally based. Mm -hmm. Well, they're not. Yeah, that's why I said socially and, and environmentally. I think it's important to keep in mind that. Correlation is not causation. There are a lot of other reasons why many of these people would have gone to pursue things like that. Like, I'm more naturally inclined to believe that these group of people together collectively experienced what is essentially a form of trauma. Mm-hmm. And just from knowing different people, I find that people that experience trauma younger on. Have mental health problems. Yes. And are more inclined to be empathetic towards other people. And that recipe right there, whether or not what the experience is, can lead to someone wanting to pursue that kind of path to help people to be an advocate for mental health, like take the aliens out of it. You were scared shitless and are scarred for fucking life. You've been traumatized. Well, and wasn't this a nicer
2: school? Yes so they have the money to then go and pursue their they have the you know what i mean like not
1: everyone who's like oh i would love to be a mental health advocate and you know help children and be uh, this kind of it's not always feasible like Mm -hmm. you might want to do that but then end up having to be a factory worker for the rest of your fucking life you know what i mean so hey
0: hey i am i am with you on uh mac environment yeah i mean like i said nothing leads towards it but it is just a tiny
2: so why is why is John Rockefeller?
0: Why are, that's right. sus.
2: Now why are they? What is their goal when it now, comes to I environmentalism?
0: Don't it. Perhaps it's just a random no. Rockefeller. I know. I know. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. But I don't know. Maybe.
2: Wait. 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 Okay. Oh God. So Rockefeller's fucking the environment. Whoa. We all know that. Yeah. Okay. What if like he was trying to stick it to the man. He's like, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna like implant
1: this environmental message to like say, "fuck you
0: guys." And who better yet to have John Mack go investigate that?
1: Mm, and see. then the funniest part is, he takes their money. See, that's as, like the I'm, ultimate f you.
0: To pay back Rockefeller.
1: No, he takes Rockefeller's money yeah. as like a big him. Oh, like you're oh. funding maybe. my efforts. Because originally he should be like against. Yeah. It. Mm. With his, I mean, maybe
2: he's one of the good guys. Who knows? Maybe yeah. it's all part of his plan.
0: His mm-hmm. 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 I don't know. They but saw something. Yeah, as the famous disco duo putting on a concert, I mean, I I can't say if that was no actually there or not. Maybe some sort of phasing in and out of reality again. Maybe the sim- simulation was breaking and they were just there with some wrenches and torches to fix it.
2: I think I it's, it, it's interesting to think about the implications of like how things were interviewed, how things were handled after the fact, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I find is kind of interesting to think about, and like how they did a poor job, in my opinion, of yeah. of handling it. And how things could have been right, different, different, lost in, not mm-hmm. lost in translation, like literally, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You know, yeah, and
0: it's also kind of sus not to keep harping on uh, Mac here, but the fact that he wrote about alien abductions yeah. and thus psychological effects prior to be prior to going to Ariel. So, perhaps he had, if he did have the environmentalism motive, maybe he had the uh, psychological effects of alien abduction motive as well, talking to these kids. Maybe, maybe. It
2: kind of just feels like the case of, um, you know, certain, I'm not going to name names, certain groups of people will have quote unquote reputable people. Mm Yes. Kind of, I kind of feel that. Mm -hmm. It's like. Okay. Look, he's
1: the name on the subject. Yeah. You're going to listen to anyone. Listen to this guy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What he says is the irrefutable truth.
0: Speaking of uh, reputable people talking about Phil, the Grim Reaper, talking about one. Oh, is he reputable? No, but he. (laughs) No, but one of his reputable sources when his car breaks down is to get the only mechanic he knows that doesn't own a car. Oh, doesn't have that's a like car. A sh- that's
1: like a chef not eating his own that's food. That's that's a yeah. that's like a
0: skinny chef. It's
1: like don't do that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> don't trust that.
2: Interesting. Phil. Oh, Phil. No.
0: Phil. But that's what I asked him. He's like he's like yeah. Well, whatever story this was. He's like he would be dropped off. I'm like wait. You your have- auto mechanic doesn't have a car, bike, <laughs> anything, but he fixes cars. <laughs> well, I'm like yeah. Well, okay.
1: Maybe it's like a, being like a barista after you've worked nine hours out at your shift. You're like, if you see one more cup of fucking coffee you're yeah. over it, Like he's like, I, if I even drive a car today, I'm, I've had too many cars in my day.
0: Yeah. I wasn't going to tell Phil's story, but I'll just tell you the last little bit where he allows a guy to hit on his girlfriend, in, girlfriend. In, in exchange for literally cans of beefaroni.
1: That sounds like something you would do. I'm just telling you. I think you, you would let someone purchase me.
0: That's how his story take ended. take me
1: I'm away. That's
0: if how it his story. resulted in like 10 boxes pulled of fu- pasta yeah, He put out his lunchbox and there was a can of beef And he's just like, yeah. He's I'm like, just,
2: here's the actual proof how? that this happened. Well, and it's just <laughs> flirting. It's, I mean. F-
0: yeah, I know. And, and, and literally the guy I mean, saying, well, oh, th- thanks. Th- thanks, Phil. Hands him. I feel like you, would trade, <laughs> one, <beef> you <laughs> would trade
1: me for one. You uh, would trade me for one. God. Pepperoni. No pepperoni. How? Fuck. No one salami roll. One salami roll. How
2: many Beyblades is she worth? What's up? How many Beyblades is she worth? That's the real question.
0: That's that's difficult. You know what? More than there are on this planet.
1: So if there was one more on the planet, This what you, you just th- gotta say. No
2: Beyblade is is gonna ever
1: replace my Bey.
0: I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not be too rash.
1: See, I told you, there is a number.
0: Okay. <laughs> but anyway, people also speculate this was mass hysteria.
1: But the guy said there was yeah. no evidence of mass hysteria, and he's a psych- psychology yeah. expert. he's got big money in his pockets. But huh? he's expert.
0: <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's true. Maybe he was fueling his own motive that, yeah, aliens exist. And no,
2: I, I think something happened. What? Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I did hear that there is a, uh, I, I didn't have time to look it up, but there's some medical uh, article, some paper published or whatever, that apparently mass hysteria has taken place more in Africa than anywhere else.
1: Maybe it's mm-hmm. like really hot.
0: I'm not sure why at all. Maybe someone listening to this can go check it out and then tell me. Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't
2: know. <sighs> it would I wonder what they define mass hysteria as. Exactly.
0: Oh, man. What episode was it? I can't remember at this point what exactly I was talking about, but I, th- I think it was the Battle of Los Angeles. I talked about mass hysteria, and there's like three or four certain points that every case of mass hysteria should have to be labeled as mass hysteria. But Unfortunately, I can't remember. It well, at this and
2: point. also, Africa's big as fuck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A lot of people that live there. I mean, there. that kind of would, yeah. Be. So, I mean, I feel like
1: instead of number wise, maybe percentage wise yeah, would like be a better, per, like, like per capita. Statistics can so easily be skewed. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: It's like, like do they, like, do, are they saying the entire continent of Africa?
0: Maybe or they are were are referring they, to the band.
2: I mean, maybe. I, I bless the. <laughs> <Blades>. Oh, fuck. <laughs> What have I done? <laughs> and then you
0: have the slight few people over here sitting in the dark that say it was the malaria vaccinations.
2: Oh come on! I know. Wait, is that the
0: wrong? <sighs> damn. I don't Sounds know. Like they're reaching. I don't know, yeah. but that's just absolute bullshit, obviously. Yeah, that's um, okay. okay. So they want people to die of malaria. Yes. What? Well, yeah, I, I guess. Population <laughs> control, man. They're trying to control us. Oh, God. And then the rocket that was seen in days prior, on August 26, 1994, there was a rocket launch of the Zenit 2 rocket uh, from the Cosmo 2290 satellite launch. So, possibly that, since we have a specific identity of what the, quote-unquote, there was a rocket launched around that time. Wait, wait, wait.
2: Cosmo? Wasn't Cynthia's book titled something about the Cosmos? No. uh, Wasn't it? John Mack was Was Passport to the Cosmos. Mm. It's
1: Oh, all the
0: know? synchronicities uh, shit. are
1: synchronizing Syn-
0: synch- Synchronicity whatever you said, mm. and her drawing synesthesia, whatever synesthesia. Yeah, it's all there.
1: I you talking like that for
0: I don't know, uh, but uh, yeah, so I think we're kind of all on the same page that everyone, after the fact, 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 when it came to interviewing, this can be a little sus. Maybe we're looking mm-hmm. a little too hard into it, maybe not. But when it comes to the kids and what they experienced that day, we can't really make heads or tails of it, but we do agree, something happened. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes.
0: Now, do you believe that it was something in reality, something physical? Bro, I don't
1: know. I just said something happened.
2: Or do you
0: think it was purely, or at least mainly, mental?
2: I literally don't Um, know. I think something physical.
0: You think something physical?
2: No. For that many people to see it. Yeah. Now, what that was, was it somebody messing around, jumping out with... Like a suit on, or like a,
0: yeah. I mean, maybe it was literally just like a big silver van, and two guys jumped out to kidnap the kids. Mm-hmm. One stayed at the van, you know, for the getaway, and the other one was going to grab all sixty-two. And uh the bell rang because the mm-hmm. one kid saw it, and then they were like, "Oh fuck!" and then they disappeared.
2: Now the the fear thing, okay. I don't know. I get, I get fear for a lot of things. I have Same. crazy mm-hmm. nightmares a lot of the time where I've feel um fear is what i have in my nightmares like okay like darkness like a dark energy couldn't explain it to you and i taylor i mean he'll have to wake me up because i'll be trying to scream and i'll squirm in my sleep so hmm. a lot of shit scares me
4: mm-hmm.
2: mm. claymation um mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's another one mm-hmm. yeah. so like whatever they saw i'm sure it was scary yeah because ever anything can be scary yeah yeah it's interesting how they describe it though mm-hmm
0: thing, But I'm I'm still stuck on your mm. idea of this shit being like a prism. Like yeah. ever since you literally said that, I've been thinking about yeah. that for like two weeks. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck?
2: Didn't it, I it's, say that?
0: It's so Um,
2: I think I said it we said it collectively, because I want to say I said prism and I said maybe it
1: was like holographic and that's where all the colors are
2: coming yes, from. Yes, yeah. yeah. you
0: did. Yes, you did.
1: But I wanna say I said something too about it being I uh, didn't say prism, you said prism. Yeah, prism.
0: yeah. But if there was something physically there Roll it, the tapes. It, if it was <laughs> <laughs> if it was uh, re- remotely like an aircraft or, or something it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be you know foreign talking about coming from space um but if it was some high-tech mm-hmm. aircraft that was somehow like a prism light reflect or reflecting god damn refracting or so that uh, answers a lot for me mm-hmm. for me yes yeah mm-hmm. all right all right well if there was something there, I believe a prism is part of it, but if I had to go with my gut, I would say that it was probably mostly mental. Mm. I'll say there is a physical aspect, but I'll I'll lean more so that it was primarily mental for what it was. Mm-hmm.
2: I think it was based on something physical but then might have been. Yeah. Alone. What do you think?
0: She's thinking about winning the the 2023 Beyblade tournament coming up in March. <laughs>
1: No, I think I already stated all my thoughts that I Mm -hmm. believe they saw something physical. Yeah. Physical. Yes.
0: Do you think any part of it was mental or? I mean, the fear. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: The fear. Of course. Their reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't think they
1: were seeing things in their mind.
0: No, no. Okay. Okay. I
1: think there's that many people to see the same thing in their head. No.
0: Yeah. It is very, Hmm. but uh, yeah, I guess that would do it for the aerial part too. I'm glad you two could join me. It's been a fascinating experience. And I hope maybe for the next two, or three months, we never mention that B word again.
1: B B word. We're
0: gonna Don't talk about it as soon as so
1: where can
2: everyone tell us to let it rip? To let it rip. Yeah,
0: boy. TFR Pod official on Twitter. The Farthest Reaches on Facebook and Instagram. You can go to the Facebook group of The Farthest Reaches and talk to people like us.
1: That love to rip
0: it. That love Beyblades, love to rip it. Uh, You can go to our website, thefarthestreachespodcast.com. You can check out all of our episodes there. They have players. You can listen to them online. They will be accompanied with reference links about... um, Basically, all of our sources that we use to come up with our information to present to you, there is a plethora of pictures to view. You can also hit the contact tab on that. It takes you right to the Farthest Reaches podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to speak to us much more directly. If you have stories out there you'd like to share with us that we could potentially share on the show, your consent, of course, there is a form. Please do. If you come across anything, I don't know, maybe Yahoo News has a pretty sweet article about a sentient shit. That came <laughs> running through the town of Birmingham.
1: Don't talk about yourself do it. like that.
0: Thanks. Aww. Thanks. You, you know what? Boy. I'm gonna change how many Beyblades. You
1: uh... <laughs> Oh
0: no, I said it. I'm
1: cursed. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, there are plenty of ways to reach out to us, <laughs> and we hope you do. Uh, if you'd like to rate and review the podcast, that would be fucking fantastic. Dice, that is the only. best way. <laughs> Yeah, that is the absolute best way to get this podcast to grow. If you th- if you think that we deserve to grow, um, I don't know how big, exponentially bigger, then please rate and review. Apple Podcasts, whatever podcasting hosting site uh, will allow that. And yeah, please do five stars because the last one star we got, we weren't very fucking happy with that. Just saying.
1: We weren't happy that it was lying. Yeah. I can take yeah. a one star if it's warranted. I, the one star, they're like... This podcast
2: talks about (laughs) blue. I
1: I mean, I would be like
2: true. You know, that's an accurate. (laughs) And
0: can I just say, I can't fault them for that. I I find it very hard to hold in. It's very hard to trust anyone who backs the blue when you have the Uvalde shooting happening. Just saying. Ooh. Just ending with. You want to go there? I did want to go there. Peace out.
1: Bitches.
0: <laughs> okay. well, say bye, Brittany.
1: Well, oh, end, well you these, just ended. it, like, you were Say bye, it. Brittany. Bye, bye,
0: Brittany. Hey, everyone. We here at the Farthest Reaches want to say thank you, because you, the listeners, make all of this possible. Please share our podcast with your friends, your family, or total strangers. You can find and connect with us on Facebook at the Farthest Reaches Podcast. Instagram at the farthest reaches or Twitter at tfrpodofficial. There we will be posting all sorts of strange stuff and updates for upcoming episodes and whatever else we get ourselves into. If you would like to share a personal story by chance, then you can reach us at our email, the podcast at gmail. We would love to hear from you and maybe we will even tell your story to the world. In the meantime, though, Explore the elusive, seek the knowledge of the obscure, and together, we can translate this strange language of reality into something that we can understand. With that said, thanks for tuning in.
1: What band is it? No doubt. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey,
4: hey, babe, hey, hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, Hey, baby. Bay, 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 bay. Oh, what's the look what, where they're like all the.
1: something all the in guys the guys with the, the,
2: the code cool in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> all the guys with the. What? The magnets. In there, Beyblades to <laughs> weigh it down in the back.
1: Oh yeah, all the guys with the balls in the back. <laughs> hey, it. it's like, but that's like what the sound the effect. It's like, rip, rip. Yeah, <laughs> can we remix that song? I
0: mean, fuck the podcast. We're gonna
1: become musician like famous, like parody musicians, and all of our songs are about
0: Beyblades.
1: Fl- you know what I think
2: we that's should do? That's cool with me. I think we should, cause we can switch out anything why, for baby to Beyblade.
1: Really? What's the one? I don't and know. I was like, "Beyblade, Beyblade, Beyblade, oh! Beyblade, 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 oh! Like Beyblade, Beyblade." What, what should be the tag like, Thought you'd thought you'd always, always let rip it, rip yeah. rip yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like,
2: "When I was in <laughs> what third grade or something?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "I had my first rip." rip. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, I have an idea. Oh god. Another fun episode. We get Beyblades and we put we they're each little monsters and then we like compete to
1: Yes. Now <gasps> we would be really good like Patreon. Oh, god, Patreon is the episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like
2: the battle royale, but it's
1: Literally. Beyblade. Oh yes. Holy Big fun against Mothman. Yeah,
2: I rip.
4: Rip. <laughs> I love it.